You're listening to American Football Talk. Football news your way. Fast and furious. My fellow football fans, there's weeks when I really enjoy making this podcast. This week is not one of those, but let's muddle through and then stick around to the end if you want to hear me gripe about my team. All right, let's get the news out of the way. Defensive end J.J. Watt announced today that he will retire after the 2022 season. Watt was drafted by the Houston Texans in the 2011 NFL Draft in the first round. He then joined the Arizona Cardinals in 2021. When Watt retires, his record will read with these following accolades. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Walter Payton Man of the Year, five-time All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, five Pro Bowls, Watt also led the NFL in sacks in 2012 and 2015. J.J. Watt also won the Lot Trophy in college. Enjoy retirement, Justin. Up in Denver, the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett did not make it through his first NFL coaching season. And after that opener in Seattle, you know, I, I can't say this is not a surprise. Take you back to week one when Russell Wilson went back to Seattle and the Boo Birds were out and the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter, it was like fourth and five and rather than trying to get Russell Wilson to go for it and get the first down, Coach Hackett decided to kick a field goal, a 64-yard field goal with a 2% chance of going in. And of course they lost. That was a sign of things to come in Denver. Her season did not go according to plan. There's already speculation out there that Nathaniel Hackett will return to Green Bay to pair up with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers once again. New York Jets wide receiver coach Miles Austin will be suspended for one year for violating the NFL's gambling policy. Maybe that's why the Jets' offense is so terrible. He keeps betting the under in the Jet games. Or maybe he just didn't learn from the Calvin Ridley suspension. Tell you, there's idiots everywhere. Green Bay Packers guard Elton Jenkins received a four-year extension worth $68 million. Another lineman gets a deal. This one is Brown's Jack Conklin, the right tackle for the Cleveland Browns. He gets a four-year extension worth $60 million. Eagles Pro Bowl right tackle Lane Johnson suffered an abdominal tear in the loss over Dallas on Sunday. This will end Johnson's season. Cincinnati Bengals guard Lyle Collins is done for the rest of the year with a knee injury. Jacksonville Jaguars left tackle Cam Robinson has been placed on injured reserve as well as Jaguars defensive tackle Shaywan Smoothie. Both these players will not return until after the wildcard round if the Jaguars make it that far. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive lineman Josh Wells suffered a torn patellar and is done for the season. And Tampa Bay Bucks running back Leonard Fournette 
is dealing with a Liz Frank injury. This Leonard Fournette injury, this announcement came from Fournette himself. He tweeted it out saying that he's been suffering with it for a while, but then he deleted the tweet. So it's not on the official injury report. But if you have Fournette in your fantasy playoffs, don't start him. And you might want to steer clear of any Leonard Fournette prop bets. But that's just my advice. News out of Carolina, the Panthers are signing veteran cornerback Josh Norman. Norman played under interim head coach Steve Wilkes back in 2015. And Wilkes was the defensive back coach of the Panthers. New York Jets quarterback Mike White has been cleared to play in Sunday's game against Seattle. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa suffered a concussion in Sunday's game. His status for this Sunday against the Patriots has not been announced. The 2023 NFL draft order going into week 17 reads like this. Houston is still with the number one pick. Chicago with the second pick. Seattle with the third pick. That's the pick they got from the Broncos. The Cardinals with the number four pick. The Colts have the fifth pick. The Falcons have the sixth pick. The Lions with the seventh pick. The Raiders with the eighth pick. The Panthers with the ninth pick. And number 10 is the Eagles with the pick they got from the Saints. The playoff picture looks like this. In the AFC, the Buffalo Bills are number one. They have also won the AFC East division. The Chiefs are number two. They've also won their division. The Bengals are sitting at three. They've clinched the playoff spot, but their division's still up in the air. Jacksonville's at four. Baltimore's at five. They've also clinched the playoff spot. And the Chargers are at six. They've also clinched the playoff spot. The Miami Dolphins are currently sitting at number seven in the last wild card spot. Over in the NFC, the Eagles are the one seed. They've clinched the playoff spot. The Vikings are the second seed. They've clinched a spot and they've also won their division. The Niners, they're in the third spot. They've also clinched and won their division as well. <laughs> Tampa Bay's in the fourth spot. Dallas is in the fifth spot. The Giants are in the sixth spot. And the, the Commanders are in the seventh spot. These last few weeks are going to be really interesting for those divisions and those last wildcard spots. And all the fun begins Thursday night with the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tennessee Titans. Dallas is coming off a big win over the Eagles. And the Titans are coming off a loss to the Houston Texans, giving the Texans their second win of the season. Weather will not be a factor in this game. It's supposed to be 67 and clear. Tennessee starting Malik Willis with Ryan Tannehill done for the season. The over-under for this game is set at 40. I'm going to pick Tennessee to win in the upset of the week right here. Now let's talk about the weekend. The first game I'm talking about, of course, is the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Dolphins are on a four-game losing streak. But if Miami wins on Sunday and the Jets lose to the Seahawks on Sunday, the Dolphins clinch that last playoff spot. The Dolphins are most likely starting quarterback Teddy Bridgewater with Tua being in the concussion protocol. And that Patriots defense is for real. 
The Patriot offense, however, is not for real. I'm just not impressed with the Patriots offensive output this season. But I will pick the Patriots with a win by three. And it's supposed to be a cold, rainy day. The over-under set at 42. Give me the under. It's going to be a low-scoring day. Here's another big one that has lots of ramifications. The Lions and the Bears. Both teams are coming off a loss. The Lions need this win bad. They're currently 7-8 and eight, tied with the Packers. Detroit's coming off that loss against the Panthers, and they really needed that win. They, so they cannot lose these last two games if they want a chance to try and make that seventh wildcard spot. It's going to be cloudy with a high of 45, so no snow in the forecast. Give me the Lions with the win. Another big game this weekend. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Carolina Panthers. The, this is the winner of this game wins that division. Yes, that terrible division. The forecast calls for scattered thunderstorms. And the over-under is only set at 39. Give me Carolina with the win all day. This is the weekend where Tampa Bay finally goes away for the rest of the year. They've been playing awful football all year long. And this weekend, I think the Panthers are going to come out on top with the division crown. Another game you might want to keep an eye on. The Commanders and the Browns in Washington. It's supposed to be rainy this weekend. The Browns are not playing for anything other than pride. The Commanders cannot afford a loss. They're currently in the seventh wildcard position. And they have a bunch of teams just hoping that the Commanders will slip up so they can slide into that last wildcard spot. And unfortunately for the Commanders, I think it happens this weekend. Give me the Browns with the win. Yes, the Browns. Three more can't-miss games here for you. I'll talk about them real quick. The Jets and the Seahawks. Seattle season has just collapsed. It's really tumbled down. They were on the top of the stands for a long time. And then the Jets, they, the Jets were just decimated with injuries, especially key injuries like quarterback and running back. The Jets are trying to stay relevant and hope that the Dolphins will collapse so they can pounce on that last wildcard spot. And same goes for Seattle. Seattle's trying to pounce back in that last wildcard spot as well, hoping that the Commanders will lose. This game is in Seattle. Mike White is starting for the Jets. Before I give my prediction, I have to apologize to my sister and brother-in-law, both big Seattle Seahawks fans. Give me the Jets with the win. And boy, do I hope I'm wrong. And for my Packer fans, Jimbo, I'm talking to you. And a new listener... John, I'm talking to you too. Your Packers face the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. I know the Vikings already clinched the division, but I don't foresee them taking their foot off the gas and letting the Packers back in the dance. But this game is played in Green Bay. It's supposed to be clear with a high of 36. The over-under is set at 48. I'll take Green Bay with the win and... Green Bay playoff hopes will survive for another week. Last can't miss game of the weekend. The Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is coming off a win over the Bears and they also just clinched their division again. Cincinnati's coming off a win at New England where they just squeaked by in the last minutes of the game. 
The forecast for the game is cloudy with a high of 60. This should be a really great game to watch. This game could be a preview of things to come. Buffalo and Cincinnati just might meet up again in the AFC Championship game. Problem I foresee though is Cincinnati just lost one of their offensive linemen and the Buffalo Bill pass rush is really good. So, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be taking lots of hits. Give me Buffalo with the win on the road. That Buffalo defense and offense does travel very well. Okay, that's all I have this week. Stick around till after the goodbyes if you want to hear me gripe about my team and some other topics. Otherwise, join the American Football Talk Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter at Wheels1317. I'm your host, Matthew. Until next time, keep pushing. Okay, let me give you a heads up. This portion of the podcast, this is the tail end. This is going to be unedited, and I'm probably going to swear a lot. So, if that offends you, turn it off now. So, I talked in the beginning about how sometimes I look forward to making this podcast. In other days, I do not. Other weeks, I should say, I do not. Weeks when my team wins, I love to make it. Because, let's face it, everyone's in a good mood when your team wins. When your team loses, it's another story. How they lose is another story. And then, stories after the story, like injuries, is another story. So, so when I first had the idea to do the podcast, I did not go into it thinking I was going to do all football. I was first going to do a Miami Dolphins one. But, you know, the, you start to look around and there is tons of Dolphin podcasts. So that's one of the reasons why I decided to do just a football in general one, you know, not a team one, but just a football in general one, because I really do love the game of football, you know, the matchups, the strategy, the schemes, you know, the the way coaches can out-coach each other, you know, I always believe that it doesn't matter about the, I shouldn't say doesn't matter, but the strength of your football team is always in the coaching, you know, if you can... You can only scheme up some kind of plays to have a scoring drive. A great football game will take you through a range of emotions. And a great football season will do the same. But, you know, sometimes the emotions are really bad. And I just want to jump off the the team fan wagon and just, you know, go on a road trip with my girl or just hang out with some friends. You know, not worry about... What are the Dolphins doing this weekend? Who's playing this weekend? Matchups, you know, playoffs, you know, seeding, injuries. I mean, it's just, but, you know, man, I'm just, I just love football. I really do. So, as a fan, most of us are in the same position. We just have to suck it up and wonder, you know, why our front office makes stupid moves sometimes. And why didn't they call this player? But the biggest cliche of all, but it always Proves right every year. Every year, this one proves right. It's not how you start the season. It's how you finish. And in Miami's case, they're finishing terrible. On a four-game losing streak and now headed to New England this weekend with yet another year of hopefully we can make this wild card spot. 
And even if we do, I mean, in our our quarterback's probably done for the season, if not his career. I mean, I don't know, man. Just, uh, I would love to have a co-host for this podcast. I don't care what team you're a fan of. If you'd like to be a co-host with me, shoot me a DM. Let's talk about it, see if we match. I just would like to have somebody to talk about the legend now and then. I have, like, no football fans around me here where I live at. I mean, I'm sure that they are around, but they're <laughs> they're definitely not Arizona Cardinal fans. But, I mean, I'll take any fan. I don't care. You can be a football fan of college, pro, whatever. I don't care. I'm looking for someone to be a co-host. If that's you... Shoot me a message. Don't be shy, man. I would love to bullshit with a fellow football nerd like myself. All right, that's it. I'm not going to go. I was going to. I had plans to go a lot deeper in the weeds with my whole upset with my team. But, you know, I actually recorded a bunch of crap, but I just. Nobody wants to hear that shit. So it is what it is. Thanks for listening. And like I said. Shoot me a DM at wheels1317 on Twitter. Or you can also reach me through the American Football Talk podcast group on Facebook. Okay, if you're still with me, the listeners that are still here, if anybody, I love you all. Thanks for listening. Sorry, I'll be in a better mood next week. Bye.